Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. You don't want to lead with something that is debatable necessarily or controversial. You want to lead with, tell me about you, tell me about what you do. You're listening to Beyond the Rut, a podcast about inspiring you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of. Here are your hosts, Sean Albright and Brandon Cunningham. All right. Hello, everybody. We are here again at uh, Beyond the Rut, and I'm one of your hosts, Sean Albright, blog at seanalbright.com, and we got Brandon Cunningham, who is... uh, you know, we normally talk about his beard, but he shaved his beard this week while his wife is out of state. Because <laughs> <laughs> apparently she likes the scruff. And uh, we were yeah. joking earlier that somebody said that he looked pretty young and he thought, what did you say? I'm going to go buy some, see if I can buy some cigarettes. And yeah. He said, yeah, not that young. <laughs> yeah. I, I told him he looked young enough to maybe date a 35-year-old and probably nobody <laughs> would turn their head, but... <laughs> Uh, buying cigarettes, I don't think would be a problem. So, all right. So we're going to talk today. Um, topic is, is called, I don't know what we're calling it, but basically it's about making new contacts, new relationships, networking. Um, especially when you pretty much uh, are starting over. Um, and then we're going to kind of transition that over to how to sever some of the toxic relationships that you have. And that's never easy. Um, neither one of these are really easy to do for most people. Um, I'm pretty good at making new friends, talking to strangers, um, that sort of thing. I guess I've really not had much um, experience with severing toxic relationships, namely because I guess I've just not had too many to deal with. But we're going to talk through both of those things today. So I think to get us started, the angle that we're coming from you know, we're always talking about people getting out of the rug, getting out of their comfort zone, chasing their dreams, doing something different, stepping out in faith, that sort of thing. Well, to do that, you're going to have to have help. You're going to have to have people around you. And, and chances are they're going to be new people. They're going to be um, strangers to you now, but somebody that needs to be a part of, of your of your dream. So if that's something that makes you really uncomfortable, um, hope you'll learn something from this episode. I would probably say, too, networking is one of my least favorite things in the world to do. The thought of going into a, a mixer or a party or something and just with the intent of, here's what I do, pay attention to me, here's my card, let me get your card, let's connect. I'm not good at that situation at all. I'd rather talk to 10,000 people in a stadium than go into a <laughs> mixer and do networking. And- yeah, I'm not much different than you from a networking standpoint from a hey this is a an event and that's the the chief aim of this event is to go in and network i don't particularly like those kind of things but going to like a conference or something like that where you're you're in a room with a hundred other people where you at least have one common interest and networking that way i think is very effective and a whole lot easier so i don't really have that that big of a deal with that sort of thing I like that. I, I would also say that Twitter's free, Facebook is free, LinkedIn is free. If you're not engaging and commenting and asking questions and building those relationships, you will never do it one-on-one. If you can't get it going there, it's going to be really hard every other platform. 
You should right. be on those, and you should be engaging, not just watching. Putting this subject in a, I, I guess, in another angle is if you go to a restaurant or a bar or some kind of event place to watch a sporting event. So like the, the Cowboys, that would be my team, of course. Um, so I'm sure some of you guys are turning off the radio at this point because you hate the Cowboys, but hey, we can't all be perfect. Anyway, if you're sitting in a bar or a restaurant and you're watching the game and you have Cowboys gear on and somebody else across the, the aisle has the same kind of gear on for the same team, chances are at some point you're going to engage that person as a complete stranger, start talking about them or talking with them over a common interest, and it won't be a big deal at all. But for some reason, when you take that and move it into something about business or some kind of improvement, some kind of goal or a dream, people get all weird about it. It is funny. You can talk to anybody that, you know, you're a big Arkansas fan. I'm an A&M fan. The opposites of those two schools you can talk about and find the common ground of the SEC or football, baseball, basketball, something, and, and still have a conversation. When you take it outside that realm and say, you know, you're medical sales, I'm in banking, it's when you start to con- consider the different industries, all of a sudden we have nothing to talk about. But if, if we walk into it knowing this is another human being that could potentially benefit me, if I start a conversation, which you're really good at, starting the conversation with the stranger in the restaurant or the coffee shop or the occasional homeless guy that will talk to you most most kind of avoid you but every once in a while one <laughs> most of them won't <laughs> yeah well let me tell you the key to doing this it really is it's not about doing the talking it's about engaging the person and asking them about them i guarantee you they they will love to answer your questions most of the time people like to talk about themselves that's just the way it is it doesn't mean that everybody's full of uh full of themselves but it's the topic that you're the most comfortable with it's the it's the only topic in the world you're truly the expert so when you're engaging these people you're not you know you're not walking around with a business card saying hey uh can i talk to you for a second i want to tell you about myself i want to tell you my business and what i do (laughs) and all of those things that's not really what we're talking about here that is a terrible way to meet new people to make new contacts and that sort of thing the key is to introduce yourself and then say, hey, tell me about yourself. Tell me, you know, and you, you probably won't start that general. That's kind of creepy. But you'll say something like, so where are you from? Are you, you know, did you grow up here? What kind of industry are you involved in or what, you know, whatever. There's a million questions that you can come up with. And the second you start engaging each other, it's really not that hard. It's just a conversation after that. Right. you got to look at it as a conversation. I'm interested in this person what they have to say and what they do and look at it that way. And I think you made a great point. The key is to listen. Let mm-hmm. let the other person talk. Even if they're in the you know, the medical industry and you're in banking and they have no relevance whatsoever to your industry or your job or your service, maybe it's just the conversation that will lead to something else. It's like, oh by the way, I also, you know, once a year I I vacation in Colorado. Really? I was thinking about getting a place up there. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, you've got a common interest there. But if you go into it thinking, I want to hear what life's about for you, most people love to talk about themselves. 
Right. Yeah. And, and as an example, so I just started a new job. So everybody there is a stranger to me. So I'm having to make conversations with everybody, but I'm not going to walk up to everybody and say, Hey, let me read my resume to you. And let me tell you a little bit about me. Nobody wants to hear that. There's, there's one particular guy that's been with the company for a long time. And, and in fact, um, I recognize him when I used to work for the company, but I didn't know him. I'd never had a conversation with him. He always seemed just a little standoffish. This week, I had the opportunity, kind of was in the same room with him, and he made some comment about a TV show. So I just kind of started poking around thinking, let me see what what I watch that he likes. Well, of course, we've both uh, watched Sons of Anarchy and The Walking Dead. I mean, immediately, this guy walks across the room and gets all animated and starts, we talked for 30 minutes about The Walking Dead. That's not something that we're probably going to um, do a do a business venture over um, or anything like that. But now we've broke the ice. We know more about each other. The next time I see him, it'll be so much easier to have a conversation with. And from there, you never know where things will go. Absolutely, because now you're the guy that also watches Walking Dead or also watches <laughs> Son of Anarchy. And it, it makes you memorable because especially at networking events where you meet 30 or 40 people and you're like I don't really remember any of them but there was this one guy that really likes Walking Dead and I remember talking to him about that and that makes that connection so nothing is really off off limits what you don't want to do is go into it with the don't want to tell people to be not authentic but you don't want to go into it and somebody say well you know I really think that you know the president is right on this issue and then you come with your political slant whether you agree or disagree it's not always a good idea to get into that conversation because you're going to alienate at least 50 percent of the people right regardless of who's president 50 percent of the people don't like him and 50 percent probably do so unless it's ronald reagan and probably about 80 percent like him (laughs) that's true you just (laughs) it's hard to go down that road you know and ronald reagan's a good 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 example because if you choose somebody who's been gone for a long time and is as has since passed away maybe you can find some common ground in some of the things you talk about but don't be completely biased in one direction or the other you know whether it's you know animal rights or environmental things or financial or political or whatever don't go so far to the right or left right that you alienate some of the people you're meeting stay with us we'll be right back And now let's talk about how you can use Capshow to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long-form content, like podcast episodes or YouTube videos, into Capshow, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. Capshow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, back to the show. And, and I think the key with that is you don't want to lead with something that is debatable necessarily or controversial. Yeah. You want to lead with, tell me about you, tell me about what you do, where do you go for vacation, how many kids you have, you know, that sort of thing. General. It's it, 
keep it there. And then you'll find out as you're having that conversation, a little more of the issues that are, are safe to talk about. Yeah. And let them go far right or far left. Like I believe trees have personality and we should save them. And, you know, <laughs> somebody should go write down what trees are feeling. It's like, okay, well, you know, that's great. I'm going to go to the restroom and hopefully when I come back, you won't still be here. But, you know, don't give your opinion of how stupid their opinion is. It's not always a good thing. Yes, that that story comes from uh, Brandon's dating life. (laughs) So um, so another thing that I think to, to think about is. I guess transitioning that over to some of the toxic relationships. And I would assume Brandon's probably had more toxic relationships than I have. If you guys uh, <laughs> just take my word for that, <laughs> but no, I have I think, more ex-wives than you do. So that's probably true. <laughs> that's true. You at least have one more toxic relationship than yeah. me. So, but I think that's another thing that people have a really hard time with is getting rid of those relationships. And people think that, to sever that relationship means you have to have a confrontation. Mm-hmm. And that may be, it may be the most effective way as far as, Hey, this is getting it done. I don't like you. I don't want you in my life. I don't need you around anymore. We're done. Don't call me. But don't you think that there's other ways around it besides this uh, big confrontation? Absolutely. And I think the best example is my uh, wife had a friendship for, I don't know, it's 20 plus years and, and they're still technically friends, but it was very one-sided. It was just every time you had a conversation with this person, it was negative, negative, negative. You know, the mm-hmm. world's coming to an end. Everybody in politics, blah, blah, blah. Everybody has this friend. Everybody knows who she is. And uh, I said, you know, all you really have to do, rather than break the friendship off, is just stop giving to this friendship. Because mm-hmm. most toxic relationships are just gimme, 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 gimme. I would totally call you to help me move, but I would never be available to help you move, you know? And so I said, if you just don't contribute, this friendship dies. It's a piece of cake. Stop feeding it and it will die out. And literally, probably a month later, she didn't hear from this person for six, seven months because she just stopped contributing to the relationship. You know, maybe a a more direct approach is necessary if it's a you know a dating relationship or something i don't yeah. i don't know if you can really break that off subtly but those aren't usually the we're not in this to talk about marriage necessarily in this conversation this is more about friendships or colleagues or something like that and, and even with with coworkers, there's always going to be people that you wish you didn't have to be around and you have to. I mean, you still have to work with them, but for gosh sakes, you don't have to hang out with them in the break room. You don't have to go to lunch with them. You don't have to uh, go have drinks after work with the group. I mean, there's ways to avoid that person. Absolutely. And, you know, there there's somebody in the office you would rather not have a meeting with, much less go out and have a drink with or dinner or something like that. And the best thing to do is to just be busy long enough that they quit asking or quit talking to you about it because there's really no value to them, especially if it's a toxic relationship. There's no value. They're gaining from it. They're going to break off from it pretty quick. But like you said, if you want to really end it, the best thing to do is to just be completely honest up front. And you don't have to say, you know, I don't like you because your wife's ugly or your head's big or anything like that. You can just simply say, 
I don't see any reason why we should have a relationship outside the office. That's not what I'm interested in. That's not what I want. So let's just be colleagues and move on. Right. Yep. And one of the things we were talking about pre-show a little bit is, and it sounds initially, it sounds um, like we're going the wrong direction with this, but the thought that you can have too much of a good thing, meaning you can be surrounded by too much or too many positive people, I think is just as true as being surrounded by too many negative. And the point we were making was, if you're surrounded by people that all they do is sing your praises, all they do is tell you the greatest thing ever, and they're so encouraging and they make you feel good and all of that, those are great. Too many positive people around, you're surrounded by yes men, pretty much. You start to, you're going to develop a complex. If you're a child, you're going to become spoiled. If you're a leader, you're going to think that every decision that you make is the greatest. And the second that you have one person that disagrees a little bit, your ego is going to completely take over and you're just going to turn into a jerk. You need that balance of somebody occasionally stepping on your toes a little bit or, or whatever. And it's important to be that person too. Don't be the guy that just says yes to everything your boss says because the people around you, and no matter who they are, every decision they make is not going to be gold. Every idea mm-hmm. they come up with is not going to be gold. You want people around you that that A, will be honest with you and say, you know, I know you want to do this, but that's not a good idea, but here's why. And you got to filter that. You obviously don't want people around you that everything you come up with they say is negative. But one of the the great things about our relationship is, and we talked about this a little bit pre-show, is, you know, you want somebody that you can quit your job, you know, leave your family, leave the state, and, and give up on everything, but they won't do anything other than listen to that and go, okay, that's good. Yeah, you should totally, you know, move to Alaska and live in an igloo. But one quick thing, you've never lived outside the city limits for more than five minutes. So that's probably not a good idea. So let's all regroup. Now let's get back on track. I'm okay with the pity party, but now we're done and the party's over. Let's get back focused on what we want to do. Yeah. You need somebody that's willing to listen and let you vent, let you go on your little rant, have a little pity party once in a while. But eventually, that same person needs to be the kind of uh, kind of person that's going to tell you, okay, that's over. I'm tired of hearing it. It's not helping you. You're done. Any benefit from getting it off your chest has already been achieved. So let's get out of your out of your pit <laughs> yeah. and let's uh, let's move on with the day. So yeah, it's definitely necessary to have somebody like that in your life. And I think on one of the past episodes we we talked about the benefits of a coach versus a critic. And in that same light, we're talking about somebody that has your best interest in mind um, in, in those types of relationships. Yeah, absolutely. I think the key is to make sure you've got people that care more about your marriage, care more about your career, and care more about your your just life than just agreeing with you. And right. and we all know that one guy that's surrounded by people that just say yes, 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 because they rely on you for a paycheck. So if you if you look around the room and you think, when's the last time somebody really disagreed with me? Respectfully, of course, you know, be honest, but be respectful. But when's the last time somebody in this room really disagreed with me? Right. Somebody really challenged me. Yeah. And if it's not, if you can't remember it pretty quick, then you really need to add somebody else to the room. 
And if you look around the room and go, well, you know, the last time somebody disagreed with me, they're not here anymore because I got rid of them. Well, (laughs) you know, maybe that was a good idea. Maybe it wasn't. But go replace them with somebody who will disagree with you. Because if every idea you've ever come up with in your life has been gold, then yeah, don't worry about it. But if it's not, then you need people that will disagree with you. Right. And, and to find that kind of person, you've got to be that kind of person. So it does need to be somebody that you've got a little bit of history with and, um, you know, that you're, you're able to, I guess, be honest is, is, is of course the, the big word there. Um, all right. So before we kind of wrap the show up, one thing I wanted to go back and touch on a little bit was just a few things when we're talking about, you know, pursuing your dreams, doing something new, doing something outside your comfort zone and needing people, um, to be a part of that. The fact is you're going to have to have one-on-one meetings with people at some point that you currently don't even know today. And you're, you're going to have to put yourself out there a little bit. You have to, you have to want your dream more though than you are uncomfortable with that situation. I don't know if I said that right, but to, to paraphrase, if, if you're so terrified of having that conversation with somebody, then you, you are leaning toward that more than you are your own dream. So you have to pick one or the other. Does that make sense? I think it makes sense because chances are the more frustrated or, or concerned or nervous you are about having that conversation, the more you need to, you yeah. know, and, and and reach out to the guy that's at least almost doing what you want to do, if not right. doing what you want to do. Has the marriage right. or the job or the business or whatever it is you want. Reach out to that guy. And I would venture to say 90% of the time that guy's going to say, yeah, be more than happy to have coffee yeah, with exactly. you or a burger or whatever, and we can talk about it. Right. Yeah, I think you're completely right. I think the the awkwardness or the fear that people have of having those conversations, making new f- relationships that, that are beneficial are just crazy. They really don't make any sense because those people are going to be um, more than excited to... to Kind of like your kids are right now. <laughs> okay, what a distraction! So um, I'm sure Jerry will not be able to edit that out. I think your <laughs> but point, that is my your point being though is is you got to make that call. You know, I just talked to uh, a friend of mine who we both have gone to high school football games together for a long time, and he is very successful. He's the president of a big bank in Texas, and. Uh, it's very successful, done everything that I hope to someday do, maybe to some extent. And he's probably about 15 years older than me. And I finally reached out to him the other day and, and because I'm looking to get into a little different area of nonprofits and find a little different niche kind of thing. And, uh, my first thought was, well, he's going to say, I don't have time for you. You're a waste of my time. And, I thought, you know, every conversation I've ever had with him, and, and we're not close friends, obviously, but we, we know each other. And I said, well, you know, the worst thing he can say is just, I don't have time for you right now. So, okay. Well, I called him and left a message, and he didn't call me back. And so I thought, well, okay, maybe that was the answer. It was He didn't have time for me. And so finally I waited about four or five days, and I called him again, and uh we talked for about 15, 20 minutes. He goes, yeah, I was really looking forward to talking to you, but I didn't get a chance to call you back and blah, blah, blah. And 
But yeah, I've got a couple of ideas for you and people to talk to and stuff like that. So push past that initial fear of this guy doesn't have time for me because chances are he doesn't. But if you're persistent, he will at least take 10, 15 minutes to say, hey, try this, this, and this. Now, I'm done. I'm out. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the if you show sincerity and persistence in in getting to talk to this person, they're going to want to help you. Even if it's a one-time thing for 15 minutes, they're going to they're gonna have some form of conversation with you. And if they don't, guess what? No big deal. Move on to the next person. <laughs> Your your entire dream and goal uh, goal does not revolve around you know that one person. Absolutely, and and that's key. You don't ever want to say, "Well, I didn't start that business because you know Bob never called me back," or you know the bank said no, or my aunt said I'd never be able to borrow the money, or I'd never be able to be successful at this. You're going to get no's. There is a hundred percent chance. Your your wife, your kid, your aunt, your dad, your best friend, your neighbor, somebody's going to tell you no. It's absolutely 100% chance that's going to happen. The question is, are you willing to push past their fear or their rejection or no to go forward and try to achieve what it is you want to achieve in life? Yep, good advice. I mean, you gotta you got to be able to push forward um, regardless of... Um, of, of those fears of being rejected. And I think those are pretty crazy anyway, but, but, um, all right. So I think we've had a, a pretty good conversation about, you know, making some new relationships, making some new friends, the importance of it and, uh, pushing past and, uh, the fear. So hopefully these are some good things that, that can help people, um, you know, start to pursue that goal, that dream and, um, or maybe get out of a bad, bad situation with somebody else. So we'll wrap it up for this episode and we'll be back next week. Hola, como esta? Thank you for joining us on this episode of Beyond the Rut. Be sure to head over to iTunes to rate, review, and subscribe to our show. Then share us with your family and friends. You can also check out the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 008. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash Cap Show, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.